Hello. Hi. Welcome back. Earlier I was thinking like, man, we never say the name of our podcast. <laughs> Welcome back to like, honestly. <laughs> Episode we- 29. Yeah. That's another thing I was thinking about. Like, oh my God, we're almost at 30. Ooh, it's almost, it's been almost a half a year or more yeah. than a half a year. Cool. Love it. Great. I know, but that's why, so like we had that, we had our last, um, so as you guys know, like in our last episode, we talked about the snowstorm, which prevented us from recording and like publishing our podcast at our usual, um, day and time. And so I ended up, uh, I, or we were, we were trying to determine like, do we just publish it? um this week or or like last week and just have it be late or do we just save it skip a week and save it for the next the next week and have it go out on a regular time and I was like ah, I'm just gonna schedule it for right now because I was thinking about the, the conversation that you and I had like you know months ago where we were like okay in this many weeks we're gonna have a hundred we're gonna hit a hundred episodes and I was like I don't want to push that back <laughs> Right. Yeah. No, didn't it? It falls on something important too, doesn't it? Yeah. But I couldn't remember, but I was like, I can't you know remember what? where it falls, but it falls on like one of our birthdays or like some, some cool day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we're powering through, we're making do and we're back guys. <laughs> it's actually funny. Cause when you posted that, I was like, wait, I don't know if we ever had the conversation that we're going to post that early, but like, I'm super okay with that because I, that's how I wanted it to go anyway. <laughs> I had <laughs> hello. I, Excuse sorry. you. I inhaled saliva. <laughs> um, no, actually, because it was like one of those things where I had I had texted it to you where I was like, okay, I I have the episode ready. Should I should I uh, schedule it for right now or should I wait? And then at the exact same time, you had texted me about something else, and then. The conversation went in that direction, and so I was like, "I'm just, I'm just gonna make an executive oh, decision for the I, first time in my life." <laughs> I'm so proud of you because I actually completely missed that message. So, <laughs> yay, go us, same page, baby. Um, okay, so speaking of being on the same page today, for you guys, we are sharing our love languages. Wow, that was um, a nice transition, by the way. Thanks, I made it up myself. <laughs> Um, all right. So we, so Erica and I, the way that we structure, um, (laughs) our podcast is in like a Google doc and we just like, we'll just hop in and like throw a idea in there for like a topic. And then we make little notes on the side. So today (laughs) we have a note that we don't remember. We remember like what sparked us wanting to include this in a conversation, but we don't remember why we put it in this specific episode. So, but we're going to talk about it anyways. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I'll just read the note. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It says, what do you do? Okay. And this was sparked by one of our friends who went through this. Um, it says, what do you do if you start sleeping with a guy and then he decides he wants to wait for marriage? Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk about that, and then we're going to talk about love languages. And maybe we'll find a way to seamlessly transition them. But either way, you guys got my seamless transition earlier. So um, we're tapped yeah. out. Yeah, we're, we're done. <laughs> we're done with that. So so Erica, what do you do? Oh, man. I don't – oh, I have so many questions. Okay, this is such 
Erica fashion of me to be like, okay, well, it depends. Well, I have how, questions. Let's I have questions. Scene. <laughs> I if I find myself often answering questions with more questions. Mm, same. So my question to you is how how long have we been dating? Mm. Um, what are there any other flags that have been raised before this? Mm-hmm. Um, I think those are my two questions right now. Okay, so let's answer. Let's just answer it in both ways. Let's say you've had sex five times, and it's been good. We'll say it's and it's great. It's, it's what if it's mind? We'll just say it's mind blowing. Mm. So, okay, here's the thing. I think in both scenarios, well, I think if it's a sh- if you, if it's a fairly new relationship, that is way more concerning to me. Like my mind is going to start spiraling. Interesting. Yeah, because I you love know, when we're different. Oh, this is oh okay. So my reasoning for that though is because it's so new. You probably like. Really good communication develops over time. And when it's so new, you still have so many like insecurities. Like, uh, you aren't, you probably aren't being like completely transparent, right? Like, you're still like the, the clean, bubbly version of yourself. Yeah. Like, like you're not being dishonest, but you're just not airing out all your dirty laundry. Yeah, or or you're not gonna be as blunt. Like, what the fuck do you mean? Like, um, or you know, I don't know, whatever. So I would start spiraling. Like, okay, what is what does this mean? Because from my perspective, the sex has been great. We've been getting along really well. Like, there's been no bumps in the road. I'm assuming this is you know the case. Um, there's been no other red flags. So, what the hell is happening here? And like, why are you springing this on me? Like, do you have? There's like no explanation other than this is just something you've been thinking about. So I'm like, oh, okay, is that that's a lie? Um, there's probably another girl. You're trying to back out. This mm-hmm. is the first. That's where my mind starts going. Okay. Now, what if, where does your mind go if you've been with this person for a year and then all of a sudden they say that? I mean, obviously still concerning, but I'm hoping after a year you've, you've, you have more context about who they are as a person um, and like what might be influencing, influencing this decision. So I think in this case it was influenced by um, religion. And like, uh, you know, just wanting to, even though obviously they're not a virgin, um, but like still wanting to have like this sense of like purity before marriage. Mm -hmm. And I think at that point, so I think there's more comfort level and a stronger foundation at that point to start opening up conversations about like okay what is this really about and if they're still not forthcoming um about it at that point then I think that's when I then start spiraling like I said before (laughs) see I think okay so I think I start spiraling more in if it's like a long-term relationship and if it is about religion or I mean I feel like that would be pretty much 
not the only reason, but like that's probably like 99% of the the reason in like 99% of the situ- situations like this, like that's the reason, right? Is like religion and staying pure and or staying, like waiting for marriage. Or it's like have they suddenly contracted some kind of uh std and they just don't oh. know how to tell you like oh yeah happened? yeah yeah <laughs> or or that okay <laughs> see spiraling <laughs> okay let's say it's religion though if it's like a year in i'm already like yeah you ruined that like that's that's done like yeah. we can't we can't go back from that but if it's like five times in then i'm like okay, like, let's sit down and talk about this. Like, what are your boundaries? Like, is a handy allowed? Or like, <laughs> like, what's going on here? Do I never get to see that thing again until I marry you? Like, what am I allowed to stay in your bed? Like, I have questions like that, but that's easier for me to be like, okay, you acted on impulse, which is a slightly a red flag, but not as much of a red flag as like you've been sleeping with me for the whole year and now all of a sudden you want to stop. Mm-hmm. Okay. But like okay. five dates in to me is like, okay, you made a mistake and now you're recognizing that this doesn't align with like your morals or your religion and like you want to talk to me about it because you, now you feel more comfortable with me and you know that it's not going to be like a two-time thing where you can like – you know, go, Mm -hmm. go confess about it and like move on from it on your own. Like you want me to stay, stay around, but like, you know, morally yourself that you can't keep doing this. Um, okay. So the next question is, do you, okay. So if that's the case, whether, despite how long it's been, do you automatically accept it? And you're just like, okay. Or do you it like just like given assuming they give you a reason for it that like makes sense and is obviously not a lie um <clears throat> do you accept it or is that a problem and you need to go and like ponder ponder what that means for you Erica I just found our seamless transition into love languages uh, I I was I was thinking it too that's why I asked <laughs> Okay, so this is this is huge. Is physical touch one of your love languages, right? Mm-hmm. For me, it is not. I appreciate intimacy and I enjoy intimacy, but other things are way more important than that for me. Mm-hmm. Not to say like that I don't love to get on, <laughs> like mm-hmm. <laughs> not to say that, but um just that like other things are more important and I Mm -hmm. think but I think it also depends on like the boundaries of that so like kissing is very important to me and like Mm -hmm. holding hands is very important to me and like sleeping in the same bed would be important to me like I'm not gonna like date somebody who doesn't want to have sex and like sleep in separate bedrooms like that's but is that one of your boundaries like Mm-hmm. I and I like there's temptation behind that right like you're sleeping in the same bed with this person but you can't have sex with them like there's temptation there so like I think it's not like a deal breaker for me whatsoever but it would be like I would need like hard and fast um boundaries boundaries because one thing that I'm personally really bad at is rejection so if I like thought that it was okay to like 
give you a blowy and like I go to give you a blowy and you're like, "Mm, nope, sorry. I'm going to like, even if I'm like rationally, I know that's because of like the conversation that we previously had, I'm going to immediately spiral into like, you're not attracted to me. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, all those things. So like I would like the second that came up, I would be like, okay, what's allowed and what's not like we need to make a checklist and I need to have rules. It's going to go on the fridge. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Cuddling, check. Making out, check. I like – I have nothing to add 100% aligned with what you said. I'm actually like – that's I think what I was getting to earlier when I was like I think I would start spiraling. It's because I am so – I don't take rejection well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm like, if I try to make a move on you or if like we've already been hooking up and then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, like this isn't cool anymore. I'm going to be like, okay, what I did something like something, what happened? <laughs> something happened. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think that there is something like really beautiful to be said though about like, um, although I've never like directly been in a position like where that's happened to me, like, you know, in person, mm-hmm. like face to face kind of thing. But like, I think that there is something like the idea of that is intriguing to me that like, okay, we can have this like great relationship. And then like on our wedding night, like you get to put it in me for the first time. Yeah. And it's like, oh, talk about foreplay. Jesus, mm, not Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Um, anyway, Erica and I are really, really trying with that, but especially in a conversation like this, (laughs) but that's actually, okay. So that is something I was going to add though, is something that is equally as important to me is not rushing into marriage. And that is like a, a, a thing that I think about is like people who, um, abstain from, from Mm. any, any kind of like sexual interactions, like even like a heavy makeout um or something like damn you know those people are just like yeah can you can we go ahead and get married already so i can bone you because they're right and that's not a good reason to get married (laughs) right and we do i mean you and i have seen that a lot with people that we even know or like people that we follow on instagram and stuff but like (laughs) i do think like depending on what the boundaries are like i think that it's totally doable and it's kind of cool like it kind of intrigues me and i'm kind of like I don't want to say like turned on by it, but it's kind of like, whoa, can you imagine like what that yeah. would be like? But I also, I guess I just, maybe I'm just too much of a, wor- a worry war about it, but I'm like, you know, when you are in the beginning of a relationship and everything is like so new and exciting and like, uh, like you're just like turned on all the time <laughs> and, <laughs> and like imagine, so it's like, I wonder, I think. Like I wouldn't want to be in a in a relationship where you are being fueled like you almost have these rose colored glasses on because you're being fueled by your attraction mm-hmm. to someone based on not being able to based like, on the unknown. Like yeah. the mystery of them. Yeah. And so I wouldn't want to like go into a relationship or like everywhere you've been dating for like a year or maybe two years and everything's been super great. And everyone's like, you know, you're, you're, the dude is like really there for you and he's so supportive. And then all of a sudden, like you get married and three years in, you're having sex all the time. And now he's like, now it's not a novelty. 
it's not something to like be chased. And now all of a sudden it's like you're learning more about them. Like I, I mm-hmm. have always been in the position where like, I want to learn about someone. And I've always, I've always been like this since I was young. It's like, I want to date someone for a long time before I, I married them. Obviously like Rob and I date for a very long time. Cause like mm-hmm. you have to really know someone before you marry them. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree with that to some extent. Like I dated my <laughs> ex-husband for a really long time before I married him too. And um, so yeah, so like I just have a way different experience with that. <laughs> yeah. Um, whereas I think if you're just like being honest and like you, I feel like somebody who you can talk to about something like that is probably fairly transparent. So like you could almost get to know them. Like I'm not saying like two months get engaged and married fast, but like faster than I don't know. I think you just have to have, like, I think there's a certain maturity that goes with it, too. Mm -hmm. If you're our age, I think you're, there's a higher chance that you are, you know yourself, you're comfortable with yourself and, um, and who, and who you are and not like compromising that. And that I think is, um, and like you've had, you've had more life to learn, to learn those things mm-hmm. and to, to grow and to change and to know who you are. And like, we've, we've talked about this in other episodes, but, um, so I think, you know, by this point you're probably, uh, less at risk for that, I guess. Yeah, totally. I, um, what I is also- your, oh no, go ahead. No, I just also think that there's questions that I would want to ask. Like, I still like. So there's, like, just a level of intimacy about, like, seeing somebody naked or, like, being able to, like, change your clothes in front of somebody, like, that you want to have kind of established, I think, before you, like, marry them. So I would be like, okay, like, I understand if, like, we can't, like, you can't insert into whole, (laughs) but, like, I would still like to feel comfortable, like, taking a shower with you, like, in the room. You know, like things like that. Like I have questions here and like I have my own boundaries with this that like not that I want to cross any lines or like disrespect your boundaries, but like imagine like your wedding night and you've never seen that person, like you've never seen those that person's butt cheeks. <laughs> okay, wait. So that okay, so here's a question then. Let's say um okay, so if it is for religious reasons and it's and they are more on the uh, conservative side of things like you know where they truly are like no like that's not allowed you're not like doing more than light kissing like nothing like let's just say that. I think nothing that more than yeah so that then it doesn't like, align with me then okay because I don't like I'm not going to constantly do like the locker room change behind like <laughs> in front of my husband yeah it's weird and I think that in that case it's way better if it's brought up after a, f- a couple of months versus a year. Like at yeah. that point, I think that's really heartbreaking. Yeah, no, tell me early on. And also at that point, after a year, if you've been having, you've already been having sex with it for, with each other for a year, you've already done all of those things. So it's like, well. That's why I'm saying it's more concerning to me coming out after a year than it is out after like a oh, man, like, I really acted on impulse, like, three or four times, and, like, I was wondering if we could slow things down. It's almost, like, flattering, though, if they're, 
they if it is for like religious reasons and they're like yeah like I just you know I really like you and I could see a future with you and so I want to like set those boundaries and you know kind of like reset and then I'd be like damn okay yeah like that's yeah. nice that's what you want to hear like and like curious yeah this is serious like you you're thinking about like seeing yourself marrying me yeah and that um I that's a little bit more of a motivator I think for me probably mm-hmm I say that, but knowing myself as a single person, if a guy had said that to me after a couple of months, I'd been like, mm? <laughs> yeah, you, um, I'm suddenly busy for the next six months. See ya. <laughs> I forgot <laughs> to tell you about that work thing that I have going on out of state for a while. You can catch me in Alaska. Okay, so that transitions us to like, what is your love language? What is your top love language? My top love language is. Do you want to guess it, or you want me to tell you? I think if you can guess it. I think it's words of affirmation. Mm, Girl, ding 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 ding. I think that's what mine is too. I would. So I would say yours is probably. Yeah, I would think yours is words of affirmation too. I I bet ours is probably pretty similar. Uh, so I took the love language quiz like years ago. Um, I actually remember doing it when I was in like one of my old apartments. So it's been a long time. And then I think, and I've so I think actually like my any my personality quizzes and my love language quizzes may have changed since I've last done them because you know growth. Yeah, um, but but also like Rob and I's I've talked about this a lot too, but like Rob and I's relationship was different then. And so I think my needs were different because I was like answering it through the lens of that relationship. So that Ooh, makes sense. That's the hard thing that I've had with um it with the love language quiz in general is just like answering who I actually am and who I want to be. <laughs> Because sometimes yeah. there's questions on there and it's like, would you rather like hold hands or would you rather receive a gift? And I'm like, ooh, gift, but like I feel like a dick, so I'll say hold hands. <laughs> a gift while you hold my hand? Like- yeah. <laughs> have all of them? Thanks. I, do, I uh, uh, man, I was thinking about this and I was curious about your your take on this Um, just from like a more scientific background but uh do you how accurate do you think like things like that like personality tests and stuff are because you are I went down this like rabbit hole in my head because I was like well you're really answering them through your your own perspective of who you are which doesn't necessarily mean it's actually who you are but also like if that's just like uh what is why do I always for, forget this phrase whenever we are recording and then as soon as we're not recording I remember it but it's like um perception is reality so if that's mm-hmm. how you perceive yourself is that really who you are but then like what you were just saying is do you really answer questions 100% truthfully or are they more aspirational so from like a scientific perspective, I wonder how accurate – and it's also I think about um, like horoscopes and stuff where you can read just about anything and you're like, oh, this is so me. Yeah. 
so okay so i don't know that there's like a way to test that because you're just trusting somebody's saying that Mm -hmm. they're telling the truth so i don't know that there's like a stat that we can like necessarily put on that i will say that from like my own scientific perspective or like opinion the love language quiz is right up there with horoscopes for me where um I think it's easier to manipulate than, mm-hmm. for instance, like the Enneagram quiz or like because mm-hmm. um, I think that one's like more in depth. And it's if you know what the five love languages are before you take the test, it's easy to see in the answers which one you're choosing. Yeah. So like receiving gifts is always going to be obvious because it's talking about a gift and like, you know, quality mm-hmm. time or like physical touch is going to be obvious because it's like obviously what it is. Mm-hmm. Whereas the other ones are like more vague, however in depth, if that makes any sense. And with the the one that the personality test that I've taken before. Uh, oh, sorry. Bless you. <laughs> I was trying to mute, but I couldn't get there fast. <laughs> Um, the personality quiz that I've taken before was the 16 personalities Mm. was the like brand of it, but I think there's whatever. And though there's like, that one takes a long time and they ask you a ton of questions and some of them are so, it feels by the end of it, it feels like you've been asked the same question, like eight different ways. So I think that's cool because then they can determine, it's Uh easier to determine. Yeah. Yeah. But with that being said, there's like 7.5 billion people in this world. And for us to say that we can categorize all those people into like five different love languages is um, like, I feel like just take it with a grain of salt. Like, is there something to it? Yes. Can it help relationships? Yes. Has it helped me learn myself? Yeah. But also like there's way more love like you know I think they're really um helpful I mean as as you're saying they're very directional but uh the first time and and when I took it the first time I was just kind of like oh yeah like a quiz and this is the prime of BuzzFeed quizzes (laughs) yeah so I'm like yeah I'll take this quiz or whatever but the first person I think that um, gave me like context into like why it's important was my friend Sophia because um, she is very she's more like extroverted and very social and like likes to like be out like doing things and that's like how she's energized and her husband is more like me like likes to be at home his love language is like quality time spending time with her especially since he travels usually um in non-covid times he travels a lot for work and so that's something that she has to be conscious of and in order to you know like maintain their relationship and like respect among each other is that they have to be aware of and be able to ask for the things that is that are important to them so knowing that he enjoys like quality time um with her 
when he is home, that's something that she has to account for. Like when we're all like, Hey, like what's everyone doing this weekend? Like let's hang out or whatever. And she's like, ah, like I, you know, I've been really busy the last like three weekends. So I really need to like stay home and like hang out with Trent and stuff. And so that is, um, that was like the first time that I think I saw that being applied in action and Mm -hmm. like in a way that like actually helps fuel the, their relationship and it seems obvious now to me but at the time I was like oh yeah (laughs) how cool (laughs) yeah no it is interesting and I do think that like it's so important in relationships like even if you and this goes for I feel like this goes for all relationships not just like romantic relationships um but as long as you you don't have to constantly be around people who speak your language. You just have to know how to interpret their language. So like you don't need to both be quality time people, but you need to just respect the fact that your partner or your friend or whoever is quality time person. Yeah. Which I mean, you could, could be said of a lot of other aspects of the relationship, but certainly helps um, give some like, I don't know, context to your partner. Like if, you know, not it, communicating and like being able to identify these things um, for yourself can, I think can be hard. Like we were, we were talking about, um, you know, I feel like all of the lo- love languages are <laughs> my top one. Like, yes, I want to be told that I, you know, positive affirmation or whatever. And like, I want, <laughs> I don't know all all the things like I want to feel loved <laughs> all the time in all the ways and so <laughs> Erica and I were just like are we like just super high maintenance that we're like literally every single love language or does that make us easier to be with because you could like literally pick anything we're just gonna be happy with it as long as you're doing something <laughs> yeah well I know because I said I don't know why I felt when you were like can you guess what my top one is I don't know why I went with words of affirmation because as I'm sitting here I'm like actually if I had actually given this some thought I probably would have guessed uh I don't remember the word but like gift giving mm. or like well yeah or how does that so work? It's interesting. Yours is gift giving, but also like, I don't know. See, this is where also where it gets complicated for me because I think for you, it's important that you are just acknowledged. And if that means like you're having a super like busy day and you don't even have time to stop and like think about dinner and then, you know, Rob comes home and brought your like favorite meal and like he didn't have to ask you and you didn't have to make a decision about it it's like that's technically like a gift yeah so in like those things are all me though like that fits into acts of service words of affirmation um and gifts kind of so like gifts is mine in that in that setting where like hey, this is something little and it made me think of you and it's random and I got it for you. Like that Mm -hmm. is so my language, but not like over the the top. Well, and not on the daily and not like over the top. Like I'm not asking for like high maintenance things here. I'm not asking for like, um, like gift giving, (laughs) gift giving for me could be as simple as like, 
hey, I saw these like wildflowers on the side of the road and like they made me think of you. So I picked one. Like that's mm-hmm. a gift, but that's also like an act of service for me. Yeah, maybe it's act of service that I think that's the that's the what I think I would have yeah if I had thought about it more would have been for you. So that one and words of affirmation are tied. When I took the quiz the most recently, it was like within they were within like two two percent or two points. I forget how it does it. Like two mm-hmm. percent of each other. They were like both my strongest ones and it's funny because physical touch is actually my last one which I'm like I'm such a hugger um Mm. like I love hugging and like a big giant hug and stuff but it's not super important in my like it's important to me but it's not like like a slap on the butt and like hey nice ass is like more important to me than like making sure we have set a part time every night to cuddle on the couch yeah. I think I would I would rather someone uh just acknowledging and like being helpful or like being aware of like ways that they can be helpful or even just like asking if they can be um helpful more than like I don't know. Like if they if they are like n- never I don't know I'm, I don't know how to explain this like if someone is just like very selfish and like in their own world all the time but then they like come and they're like cuddling with me like I would be fucking irritated <laughs> like yeah. don't fucking do you've been gone all day you've been gone this whole time and then you're just in like my world's been on fire and you are just gonna come and like hang on me no get away and there's dishes <laughs> in the sink and you want to cuddle like go do yeah. the dishes and then maybe I'll think about like touching you with one finger <laughs> Yeah, that's that's me. Yeah. <laughs> we're shit. so we're so lovely to be in relationships with. We're kind of assholes, but it's kind of easy. Like we know what we want, right? We know what we want. We're open about it. Like just do it then. Right? For the first time ever, I may know what I want. Ooh, it'll change. Always. That's what I'm I'm just like I am such a like I said in the beginning, I'm such a it depends person. I'm like, well, I don't know. Well, what has the week looked like? What is the are we on vacation or is this like a regular day? Like- mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, you're like such a Gemini in that area. That's so me. And that I also I was like um actively avoiding saying that myself. Like, oh, I'm such a I'm such a Gemini. I can never decide because I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to be that person that just is like, oh, this this Gemini horoscope, it's so me, but it is. <laughs> Yeah, but, like, if you accidentally, like, I challenge everybody sometime to just, like, open up a horoscope and, like, don't go to yours. Just, like, scroll through them and, like, pick one and read it and see if it relates to you. Because I feel like the mind is so powerful that we can make anything relate to us Mm -hmm. if we want. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I also think it's funny, like, I think, like I was saying earlier, I think – these quizzes often like the the results rely on your perception of yourself mm-hmm. and like when i was younger i think i i had this perception of myself of like being a much tougher person than i actually was mm-hmm. and like the way that i react to things is very similar to how i reacted then but like i i perceived myself to be a much like softer person now than i was younger Oh, I totally agree with that. Like, I remember 
I don't remember a specific time, I guess, but like, I don't know. Like when we were younger, I definitely like held back some of the things that I was like, oh, that's so sweet with you because like you, like that's just not, it was like not your thing. And now I'll like send you something and I'm like literally bawling about this. Like how cute is this? And you're like, oh yeah, it is. (laughs) (laughs) You can like relate to it now. But like before there were like things where I was like, oh, feelings like Erica won't like that. (laughs) Yeah. I was like very much allergic to feelings, (laughs) which is funny because you weren't like a jerk. Like most people who are allergic to feelings are just jerks, but you were never a jerk. You're just like, "Mm," like very blunt, like. I don't relate to that. <laughs> I was just I was just very uncomfortable with feelings. Mm-hmm. And that comes from a lot of things, but you know, and that's uh has been a big growth area for me in being able to like it cuz and I think that's probably like I felt a lot of the same things that I feel now, but I was so allergic to them and I was just like nope we're not gonna process this we're putting this aside that's yeah, for another day definitely and like, like walls up yeah like ne- just never dealing with issues and feelings and and emotions and just like powering through and I think um but also that causes like I I think about like it just caused a lot of friction it caused a lot of friction in all of my personal relationships like mm-hmm with my parents, with my friends, with my relationships. And, um, and I think that has, I think with Rob and I both learning, like you, we can't uh, like a huge, huge, huge portion of why we struggled so much in the beginning of our relationship is because we we're both like that. We're both like, "Mm, this feels not great. Push that away we're that's not something what we're going to deal with and in nothing ever you can't grow that way nothing ever gets resolved that way well and this is something that we're going to talk about um at some point too but this goes this is i think is like very psychologically rooted in like your willingness to not be in control of a situation mm. right cuz or can- or trusting that if you can just acknowledge what's happening also like I had a lot of shame I think in like having feelings and like uh feeling like oh I shouldn't be feeling like this like I should be able so okay for instance um just because it's a recent example um like with the the snowstorm stuff like we had it like I have a we it was a really tough week for Rob and I, but it was also still very like emotionally taxing on both of us. And, um, and I think I have been feeling almost like guilty about it affecting me. And that's something before that I would have just like powered through and then it would have been there would have been you know something bad probably would have happened later on just like crashing but um but now it's like okay like i feel this way like i can't it just is i just do feel this way and it's not the end of the world and i just need to 
be more conscious of like the things that I can control. Like where can I take things away where, you know, so that I can kind of rest and regroup and where do I need to like kind of, um, be prepared. Like, you know, I have to go back to work tomorrow. So what do I need to be mentally prepared for? And before I think I, you know, with anything, anything that maybe have been, um, especially in like my relationships, like I feel angry about this. Like you did this thing and I feel angry about it, but I don't know why I feel angry about it. And that, and I don't know how to talk about it because I'm embarrassed that I feel angry about this Mm. and I don't feel like I should be. And I don't want to tell you because I don't want you to, to react and tell me that I'm being stupid about this because I feel stupid about, you know what I mean? But, but so all of those things, yes, so agree with, but there's still like in there is a level of like, I'm control, like I'm in control of these things if I just keep them inside. Yes, yes, yes. Like I, I'm gonna, and that, that was like a, a, my big problem to work on in the, in my relationship is I retreat. So I'm like, I, I need to figure out I'm feeling away and I don't need you. I need to handle this on my own. I am going to go away and I'm going to figure it out. And like, and, but meanwhile, never telling Rob what I was doing, I just did it. And like, so it's, so he's like completely left in the dark and, you know, so as you can imagine, but yeah, you're right. Totally a control thing because you're like, I, I need to be able to handle this instead of instead of just trusting like I'm going to tell you that this made me feel some type of way about whatever. And, uh, you know, I recognize that maybe I shouldn't be feeling this way, but these are the reasons like why. And I'm not saying it's logical, but it just is. And I just need to go deal with it or I need to talk about it. And usually that's all it takes and it gets resolved. And so that's been a really helpful tool um, in like in relationships. Mm-hmm. Well, and this goes back to just our constant conversations about like vulnerability and learning the Communication. balance. Yeah. Like just learning a balance of like being in control of your emotions and the way things make you feel, but also like leaving that open to like being vulnerable enough to open up to other people to communicate with them effectively. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Boom. There's our love languages, baby. Yeah, baby. Um, I don't really have like a ton more to say about this, but I am curious about what people's love languages are. And I want to know other than like the Enneagram, am I saying that right? Enneagram, Enneagram, whatever. Uh, I think so. <laughs> other than that, does anybody have any remember in like the Cosmo magazines there were like always quizzes like yeah <laughs> does anyone have any more for us like I want I want to take quizzes more quizzes please there's what like that care bear are you <laughs> have you have you oh my gosh okay so you finished it's creek right mm-hmm so there's a in the last season is this a spoiler alert should we like tell people to fast forward for a minute if they haven't uh yeah maybe i don't okay. know i don't i don't think it's a big reveal but just in <laughs> case if you don't want to know um if you haven't been to, through season five yet then you maybe fast forward like for a minute but there's like a the scene where <clears throat> uh 
uh, David and Alexis have a magazine, like a women's magazine from the 80s, and they take a relationship quiz, <laughs> and the, the quiz is rigged, and they're, no matter what you put in, uh, in need of a generator is like yep. the only the only answer, and like David gets super insecure about it, and like about how predictable <laughs> him and, and Alexis like calls him out on like continuing to take it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because he was like he took it like for like a bunch of times, and then um, and then he ends up like getting in a situation where he's like, uh, zip lining, z- zip lining, and he's <laughs> afraid of heights. And Alexis is like, "Oh, David, I'm so sorry. Like, uh, the quiz was rigged. I took it like five times, and in need of a generator is the only answer. <laughs> That's what that reminded me of. But then it also reminded mm-hmm. me of I think earlier this year or last year there was a like a BuzzFeed quiz and it was like what Shit's Creek character are you and I think I was a mix of uh David and Moira which I was surprised I thought I was going to be Alexis interesting I would probably peg myself as like Johnny yes (laughs) (laughs) yeah hang on I'm gonna I'm gonna have to find that quiz and I'll send it to you okay we can use it in our content this week. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, uh, well, I liked I liked this topic. It was a good one. Yeah, I did too. You guys, um, yeah, actually, before I say that, I do like this and I, I am very proud of us for taking this random note that we made to ourselves and making it work. <laughs> Turn it into an episode. If you guys ever have a random note for us, challenge our seamless transitions. So yes, let us know what you got. Also, if you have any like random ass stories like that, like okay, what do you guys think about this? D- give it to us. Catch we'll your talk girls about up. It. Yeah. Um. But other than that, thanks guys for listening to us again. Um. You know, you can do find all- us. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> you can find yep. us on Instagram at like honestly pod. Um. Make sure you leave us a review if you haven't yet, and like always, tell a friend. Please tell a friend. It's the most important part. Yeah. And have a good week. Um, And hopefully no more snowmageddon. No more. Good luck. <laughs> Bye, we'll guys. We'll be back next week. Bye. 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 <laughs>